Paranorm podcast contains content that might not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. This is Paranorm Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Paranorm, the podcast where we chat all things true crime and paranormal. I'm Emily. I'm Sierra. And this week we are talking about a fucking cult. And I could not be more excited. Like, honestly, I'm like (laughs) vibrating. I'm so excited. Literally. Um, Like, you guys don't even know. (laughs) I'm in a weird fucking mood. So get ready for this fucking ride because it's it's a wild one Um, just because of the mood I'm in. Um, But before we do, how are we this week? Also, like, my voice, I'm kind of loving this week. Like, usually I'm like, oh my god, I don't want to hear myself talk, but maybe it's because I'm four glasses of wine deep into this. (laughs) The look Sierra is giving me, (laughs) y'all. I swear to you, the looks which I have gotten tonight have ranged from what to, oh my god, I'm so ashamed of you. (laughs) Like, I just, I can't explain. Other than that, I'm doing great. I mean... (laughs) We're, we're coming in strong. I tried the Snoop Dogg. I love how I asked how we are, but, like, I'm telling you how I am. <clears throat> I expect nothing less. Honestly. Um, I tried the Snoop Dogg wine this week. Was that this week? Probably. Mm-hmm. Sure, we'll go with that. Um, from 19 Crimes. I highly recommend, unless you live in the Charlotte area, then don't get it so I can buy more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. But, how are you? You've had a very busy week, and it's only going to get busier. This yeah, weekend. But, but I'm I'm good. Yeah. Um yeah. We bought a new rug, we bought a new um shelf for my plants. Mm-hmm. Um we bought a new rug and our roommate's dog immediately peed on it. <laughs> Which is the reason why we got the a new rug. Eye roll over. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's just okay. Um and then I got new lights for my plants. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I say lights plural because I only ordered one and then it never arrived. So they sent me another one as well as refunded me for the original one. And 30 minutes after the replacement arrived, the original one also arrived in a very, excuse me, in a very janky looking box, I might add. So it had been through some stuff. It had, it was like bent. It was halfway open. I was like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you weren't, not like you were expecting it to come. No. And it was from the UPS man, and, it, and like, it said delivered by Amazon. Mm. <laughs> so, like, your package may be lost. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, which Sierra knows how much I've been looking forward to this thing, and then it just didn't come. So. And, like, how many times you have something go wrong? Oh, God, yeah. Packages? Literally every single time I order something, something goes wrong. Literally, like, at one point, she was like, I'm just going to put your name on it. So and I did. here. <laughs> And um, that's how I got things delivered at our old house was by putting them in your name. So that way I knew that at least they'd get delivered because I'm pretty sure the postman had a picture of me saying, do not deliver this woman's mail. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, it was super. Oh, so there was something that happened this week. Yes. That um, I I feel the need to talk about. Um, So I have been accused of being a man hater. So I got the question, why do you hate men this week? Um, I don't hate men. I love men. Men are great. Um, uh, I don't think men are necessary for my life. Um, I am, it's just not who I am. It's just not what I see for myself. Um, I have three brothers and two dads, so they're not together. I have a stepdad. 
But, uh, yeah, so I just, um, I find it fascinating, uh, a male's fragility, and I don't think that's something that I see as a constant in happening. I don't see, as I was telling Sierra, that um, I don't see myself as a relationship person. I don't see it as, um, I see relationships as if you have to compromise to be with another person, that's selfish. Like you shouldn't have to change yourself and you shouldn't ask someone to change themselves to be with you, which is um, how I see the world. I know it's, it's not how a lot of people see the world, but it's how I do. And uh, yeah, I don't hate men. <laughs> I just don't find them necessary for my outlook. Um, if I want kids, and that's a big if, adoption is always the option uh, for me, as I've always said. Um, but yeah, so that is that is my, I, I felt like I needed to talk on that because that just that just kind of stuck in my brain, you know? So they can't hear you nodding, but Sierra's nodding in agreement with me. <laughs> well, not in agreement, but in understanding. Understanding that you needed to get it out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So what was the thing that you thought? Um, I was, well, maybe you were going to do this at the end. Okay, say it and then delete it. What is it? <laughs> the, um, downloads. We already did that last week. Oh, we did? Yeah, we said a thousand downloads. Oh, okay. We got a badge, y'all. <laughs> we're not deleting it now, but we got a badge for having a thousand downloads. Um, okay. but we're now we're almost up to 1200, not 12, yeah, 1200 downloads. So I'm pretty proud of all of us. I want you guys to think of a name. For everybody, like, our little group. Because mm. Wine and Crime is the wine coven. Um, the And that's why we drink people, are boozers and shakers, which mm. is cute. Um, so, yeah. Are we ready? Yeah, I'm sorry. I was thinking I couldn't think of anything in that split second. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, this week we are talking about the Order of the Solar Temple. Um, it is a French... Or like originating group mm-hmm. um so it's order du temple and mm-hmm. i do not ask me to repeat that and don't tell me if it's wrong mm-hmm. so um and the it's also known as the international chivalric organization of solar tradition which okay um or simply the solar temple so it is a cult and religious sect that claims to be based upon the ideals of knights templar um it it's like it's shortened to OTS a bunch, which mm-hmm. is Order of the Solar Temple. Mm-hmm. Um, it was started by Joseph de Mombro and OTS or OST? No, OTS. There's like a longer OTST? No, OTS. Okay, that's dumb. I know. I didn't create this cult because if I did, I would have a much better cult that doesn't turn into a murder cult or a suicide cult. I at least have a better name. Honestly, could you imagine anything less? Anyways, okay. we've already talked so, about this. I would be oh, a great cult leader. OTS. All yes. Right. Yes. Don't come at me because that's not what I named it. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So by Joseph de Mabro and um, Luke Jore. And again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. All right. So in 1984 is when they. <laughs> Why are you laughing? 1984. <laughs> What's 1984? Was that the book? 1984. Yeah, that's the book. Yes, we have that book. Did you know that? Uh Uh-uh. Yeah, we do. It's over there. Oh, okay. Um, And I pointed to our bookshelf thing, TV stand. I don't fucking know at this point. Okay, anyway, in Geneva, as the Mm. international... It's it's in French again. Chevalerskit. 
Chavalisque de Tradicion Solaire, Solaire, Solaire. We're going to go with that. And mm-hmm. later name, renamed to the, again, the Order of the Solar Temple. Mm-hmm. Um, but translate that to French because I'm not speaking French because I don't know how to speak French. Okay. So, some historians allege that the Solar Temple originates with French author Jacques Breyer, which uh, established a, so- a sovereign order of the Solar Temple in 1952. Um, and then again in 1968, a schismatic order was renamed Renewed Order of the Solar Temple under the leadership of French right-wing political activist Julian Oregas. But the temple itself claimed to have traced its history back to the revival of Knights Templar, a military religious order founded in the 12th century that was suppressed by like the Catholic homeboys, mm-hmm. um, commanded in 1312. In the years after the French Revolution, however, um, in like 1805, Bernard Raymond Fabro Palapaprat, whatever. Okay. Um, he's dead. It's yeah. okay. Um, claiming to be the head of the Knights Templar, attempted to recreate the order, which sounds super. Let's let's just mm-hmm. bring something back from the dead. Are you okay? You look yeah. super irritated. I'm kidding. No, I'm just concentrating. Okay. <laughs> All right. So his group split into many factions after he attempted to, like, recreate it, mm-hmm. um, some of which developed a belief in the imminent end of the world. So mm. that's a little bit of background slash a little bit of fast-forwarding mm-hmm. through my notes. Um, but so let's get in with, like, the leader slash founders of this particular sect that I'm talking about. Um, now, I watched a documentary on this, and it was, like, it's like a documentary show, so like each episode covers a different, um, like cult, mm-hmm. and it's called a cult, a cult crimes. Um, I, <laughs> so um, it it was very interesting, and needless to say, the bitches in this documentary pulled no fucking punches and called these dudes some very impressive names, like. Very impressive. Mm. Oh, also, I had to get us a new streaming platform for this, which brings the number of streaming platforms that we have to an ungodly number. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a problem. We now yeah. have Tubi. I don't know where the fuck Tubi came from, but that's now what we have. Okay. So, um, anyway, the leaders of this group, as I said, were, like said before, are named Joseph DiMombro and... He's also known as Joe, and then sometimes I just refer to him as DiMombro. And uh, look, Jarreau, and now Joe is described, the first man, mm-hmm. Joe is described as like a con man from the start. He had prior charges in France for writing false check, as well as being straight up neo-Nazi, so super cute look, mm-hmm. you know, just like a former president, um, which they also described him as a very homely looking man and not being very educated very educated like he didn't finish his like normal education levels Mm -hmm. um and then the pictures that I looked of him look he looks like that man that would drive the white van and just like make you very unsettled (laughs) okay like just like um okay like a generally creepy guy if you've seen the movie lovely bones he looks like the dude in lovely bones that murders the girl like Stanley Tucci in that movie looks like this man but with hair it's okay. very wild. Have you seen Lovely Bones? No. Seriously? Yeah. Have you read the book? Uh, I think I started to. So I definitely okay, haven't. we're going to have to watch the movie because it's a really good movie. It is a very good movie. It's not, it's not scary. It's suspenseful. 
the looks. The looks I am getting tonight, y'all. Okay. Anyway, so where was I? Okay. But like, I've never met a smart racist. So there is that, you know. Okay. We're going to go with that again, like our former president. Um, so these three, not three, so these two asshats start a cult in Geneva, and then as they start to grow, they move its headquarters to Zurich, Sweden, right? Switzerland? Switzerland. <laughs> I'm close. Not even. <laughs> SW, yes. <laughs> not geographically, though. I knew what I was talking about, though. <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay, so then... <laughs> Where, like, a leadership council of 33 members preside. That's too many. That is way too many members, like, for leadership role. And uh, regional lodges were set up, it, like, to perform initiation ceremonies and other, like, rites in Switzerland, Canada, and elsewhere, as well as, like, and elsewhere, I mean, like, America, Australia, um, and France, obviously, because that's where they started. Mm-hmm. And, um a couple of other places sprinkled in. Now they get people to become cult members in a very typical cult member initiation kind of way. Um, They hosted cute little cult meetings and people would bring along friends. And at this point, like at that point in the initiation, it was nothing but just talking about like the homeopathic lifestyle, which is what look per like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? like preached about mm-hmm. like that is like his his ball game like everything homeopathic like mm-hmm. living well being well all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff um super fun okay then they moved on to the team like the themes of esotericism such as like life and death and those kind of fun talks so they could be admitted to the group or like um like do the self-initiation courses like doing yoga or proving like you are willing to do um all the steps of this group's learning. So they had like doctrines of like the rules and what this group was about and like their beliefs and all that shit. Okay, so they would go home and read all of this doctrination and all that shit. And I guess it's like studying it. I don't know if that's like the right word. I'm not 100% certain that that's the word I want at the moment, but you know, whatever. Um, That's what I'm going with. So with all of the courses that they would take, um, they were free at first, Mm -hmm. which is interesting because like, you know, Scientology makes you pay like almost every course that you take, you are giving up everything. Like you Mm -hmm. are not allowed to own property. You're not allowed to have your own bank account, all that sort of stuff which is the way it is in a lot of cults. You had to sign everything over to Joe and Luck because you automatically did not, you did not lead a life anymore. Like, they led that life for you, you know? Okay. Like, they worked through you, if that makes sense. Um, The, like, all of the members' lives are dictated by the rules set by Joe. So, Joe is becoming more of, like, the figurehead trying to, like, establish, hey, this is my organization. Whereas Luck is kind of like, look at these beautiful organic vegetables I grew. Mm. You know? Yeah. Um, So, he's not really, like, the face of it. Joe is. Now, 
Look is responsible for the group's satellite sec in Quebec. Just to give you a little taste of what kind of rules they're running with in each of these secs, because they all correspond. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that you buy, like if you went out and bought groceries or anything like that, you had to come, like when you came back into the compound, they had to be washed, every, like everything had to be washed seven times before they could bring them into the house. Anything. Yikes. Yeah. Um, another sort of rule that they had that you could not sit like in another member's spot because they believed that you would steal another member's energy. Okay. Yeah. Um, and at night, every, every single night they would stand in half circles in the pitch black waiting for these deities that they called the masters of Zurich to speak to Joe. And he would put on like these elaborate cons to recruit members and in it, he would use these quote, masters, masters, um, to misdirect any sort of questions that the members might have, like, oh, it's up to the masters doing, or it's the masters way of doing things. Mm -hmm. This is what they're telling to me. He would, like, put the blame on the masters. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I didn't tell you to do this. I'm just relaying the message. Um, so one of the ways he would do this was he had like in, during these ceremonies, he would Mm -hmm. have a sword because yeah, you heard me right. He has an actual fucking sword and it was rigged to light up. Like it would eliminate, like illuminate. Um, so he would hold it up Mm -hmm. and, um, the masters, when the masters were talking to him, he would then take the sword and shoot like the little sparks like a little electrical spark. Okay. Um, and it the sword itself would still light up. He would also use like mirrors and illusions to give the audience, that's what I'm calling them at this mm-hmm. point, the effect of these deities standing all around them. Gotcha. But it really wasn't. It was just all a giant con. In a way, it was, you know, taking him out of the equation, like I said, and Like, I'm not just asking you to do all of these powerful things. It's Mm -hmm. these beings, these ageless beings that are asking you to do this. So, on the one hand, it's like, this is, like, a higher power. Like, they can ask you. They know that you can do these or whatever. Uh And then, like, he's not responsible for anything that they do either. Yes, exactly. So, it was another way for him to control these people. Like... Mm-hmm. Hey, I have this direct line to mm-hmm. these gods, to these deities. Like, you don't want to fuck up around me. Right. Along with that idea, an integral part of the teachings of the solar temple was to reestablish the correct notions of authority and power in the world. And they would do this, like, this is how they planned to do this, mm-hmm. was to affirm the primacy of the spiritual over the temporal. Another one of their doctrinations, sure, whatever, was to give back to man the consciousness of his dignity. Also, it's a very male-centered cult. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, Another thing was help humanity through its transition. All of these are very vague. Um, What transition? I don't know. Um, another one, also, people in their car radio probably just, like, turned it way down just now, because that was very loud, and I apologize. Because <laughs> it kind of scared me, because I kind of twitched when I did it, because I heard it in my headphones. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. 
That was not me. That was our roommate's dog. <laughs> okay, so another one was participate in the assumption of Earth. No, I'm sorry. Participate in the assumption of the Earth in its three planes, body, soul, and spirit. I thought you were going, like, flat Earth. No, they might have. It, w- it wasn't in the ones that I looked up. Okay, another one was work towards the union of the churches and to work toward the convergence of Christianity and Islam, which vastly different. Um, mm-hmm. And lastly, prepare for the return of Christ in the solar glory. Okay. Yes. Again, all very vague, not really descriptive, except for like the merging of the churches, but, you know. Along with these ideals was the belief that the Earth would face a worldwide catastrophe in the mid-1990s. And guess what that catastrophe was? Emily being born. They didn't know what the fuck was coming. In anticipation for this apocalyptic event, not Emily being born, for another apocalyptic event, um, members believed it was necessary to enter a higher spiritual plane. So at this point, it's not like their mid-80s kind of vibe, mm. where it's like, orga- organic is best. Um, <laughs> let's all live this wonderful, mm. sustainable life. No. Now, because Joe is lacking, you know, I described him as a very homely person, um, his stage presence is, is not great. He realizes, like I said, how well luck is and like how well luck is. We're going to go with that. Now, he is a very charismatic. He is somewhat good looking. I don't really want to say that he is because of what happened later, but he's also very like almost mesmerizing kind of like stage presence in like the way he speaks, his voice, like his actual tone of his mm-hmm. voice. Um, and Joe is like fuck yeah, I could use this shit. So at this point, Joe is Joe now steps back a bit and decides that he is going to deal with the innermost circle and let luck become sort of this face. And at this point in the late 80s, they again establish a sect in America where like the European members and the Caribbean members can come and meet. They describe this house as like its survival house. This is the safe house. Now, at this point, it's like, you know, if, if shit hits the fan, this is where we go. Which, why the fuck would you come to America? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it, it, no. Like, as you're like, in case something happens, this is where we're going to go spot. Like, you Why could, the fuck America? <laughs> like, there's so many other better places to go. Yeah, than hide places out. without extradition laws. Like, come on now. At this point, however, um, the the cult, I'm sorry, it took me a minute because uh, I, I learned how to voice type today, y'all. Um, that's, that's a special skill Emily figured out today on the Google Docs. And it changed the word cult, no, cult to cold. And it also changed um, cult to cult, like mm-hmm. the cult's. Is that a team? That's yes. A, okay. So um, if I pause, it's because I'm trying to figure out what they thought I was trying to say. Um, anyway, so at this point, the cult is becoming a full-fledged fucking business. You know how I talked about like the yoga lessons? Mm-hmm. They used to be free. Well, instead of them being free, they now have to pay a small fee. And then once you get in the door and you finish your classes with the like the yoga instructor or whatever, the yoga instructor would come over and be like, oh, by the way, for a little bit 
bigger fee, we can get you into something that's going to expand your mind, which is also very on brand with cults. Mm-hmm. Um, they're honestly, that's like right out of the people's temples book right there, man. <laughs> um, especially like with these doomsday cults, again, the people's temple mm-hmm. or the Rajishis, Rajishis, whatever it is. Um, or these like very religious, and I use that word very, very lightly, um, because these cults, it's all for fucking show. Mm-hmm. And with this, they start to become very fucking profitable. They also start to wheel in some very, very rich members. And with all of this money coming in, they're able to expand. So they now have properties, like actual properties. Before, they only had like little one little house. Mm-hmm. Um, now they have actual properties in Switzerland, France, America, and Australia. And, and Canada, obviously, because that's where one of their sexes um they reached their peak in the late 80s where they had about 500 members however in the 90s their popularity sorts like starts to sort of decline due to some public image situations and i can't imagine that what happens situations there are (laughs) (laughs) so this public image situations Mm. um mostly has to do with them and Quebec. Now, this event is the arrest of Luck and two other members in the Quebec sect. Mm-hmm. Luck was trying to purchase weapons, and it like the amount of weapons that he was trying to purchase and the kind of weapons that he was trying to purchase, obviously guns, um, is a big no-no in the Canada. Uh, so the surrounding members who were like half in half out you Mm -hmm. know this seems fun for the weekend were like hold up so that stopped lux input like Mm -hmm. that was the end of it um into the group he because he got caught doing it Mm -hmm. joe was like hold the fuck up man you're making me look bad so luck goes back to switzerland and when he does him and joe have this sort of like come to jesus moment when with each other uh, with each other to speak where luck becomes like he starts to question the fuck out of joe mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you're good yeah okay every move like joseph's every move um and you know what's not good for a narcissist is to have a, another narcissist questioning you and some people within the group even denounced Joe, like going as far as to like exiting the group because Joe is still in charge or they had like some members began to like investigate, um, like for themselves, like mm-hmm. the members began to investigate and noticed how lavishly DeMarbro and Gerard lived. As a result, many followers left the Order of the Solar Temple. This angered the fuck out of Joe because mm-hmm. he's like, my group's falling apart, homeboys. It was apparent that they might lose more followers if drastic measures weren't taken in order to, like, cinch the beliefs of wavering followers. Mm-hmm. Procedures became more fanatical. Um, now, because of this, Joe gets fucking paranoid. Like, members are leaving yeah. left and right. People are questioning him. His, like, right-hand man is like, what the fuck, dude? Mm-hmm. Um, and super paranoid. And he starts speaking of betrayal and doomsday events. And the, like, the deities, the star um, that they 
praise slash um, credit for, like, influence and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's starting to call on him for this to happen. Now, the main source of his teaching, um, like, the main subject of his teaching is that of the disciples, a.k.a. the members, and they have to travel. And travel where, you might ask? I mean, you may have, like, they have, like, sex everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like I keep saying sex, but I'm saying sexed with CT. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> um, anyway, so, like, let's take a trip to Australia. Why not? No. Um, they have to travel from their living bodies into the afterlife away, into the stars, to a plane slash planetary being named Sirius, which... Mm-hmm. Where the fuck do people come up with all this shit? Sirius is a star in the night sky. Yes, I know that. But like, how do you About create the whole like you have to go? How there. do you create this much of a narrative around this? And how do you get this many people to believe? But I get like, okay, once you believe one thing, you can believe the next thing. Like it's just a slow burning process. Like mm-hmm. with the QAnon people, like it, they slowly fall deeper and deeper down into the whole of being a fucking Nazi, but, Mm -hmm. like, the whole idea of it is fucking wild. Mm -hmm. Just, where do you draw the line? Like, what point will you stop believing? Yeah. You know? And how do you come up with, because, you know, you can have a lot of ideas of what your beliefs are going to be, and, like, how do you, like, come up with them? Yeah. It's a straddle that line between fanatical enough that it's like could be believable but not too fanatic that people are like wait no yeah and you'll see some of these people just go right fucking for it Mm -hmm. it's it's wild okay so anyway back to Sirius um they start making this plan on how they have to fly to Sirius which they don't speak of it as like a star it's also like a planet Mm -hmm. or like a plane that Mm -hmm. they can exist on um being that you know that makes sense Sure. Um, it doesn't make sense to me, but y'all, y'all do you. Whatever. I mean, like, I can, like, imagine it as a thing, but, like. Yes. So, Joe goes on to say that they have to leave their heavy bodies behind. So, we must, um, we, not, not me yeah. and you, but the members must, um, kill ourselves hoping that our souls will travel to this place and part whatever precipitated the, like, um, image we have created so the leaders joe and luck start creating this plan um which were mass suicide plans um and what kind of just jerked this bitch forward this plan forward was the fact that demabro's own son eli became a skeptic Mm. Um, when Eli found evidence of spiritual visions being fabricated by projectors, he began to speak out about the cult's falsity. Falsity? Sure. Sure. So now even with these um, teachings being, like, shown and reiterated, the fact that only the the most loyal, only the most inner circle, uh, you have to show me that this is what you want. Like, that is the way... Mm -hmm. Um, you become, like, a part of the, like, plane, like, the... That's how you get to the... Yes. That is how he made, like, this exclusive. Like, if you were not a 
true fucking believer, if you were not ready to, you know, end it all, mm-hmm. if you were, if you don't do it like X, Y, Z, then you are going to be left behind and your soul is going to be trapped in internal damnation. So what happens to those that are not deemed by Joe, and it's specifically Joe, um, the like most committed members, you ask? Um, well, Joe wanted to leave this legend behind. He wanted to leave this kind of fake knights because, you know, it started with the, the knights. Knights Templar. Yeah. He wanted to leave like this fairy tale knights kind of situation um, for the most committed members. He, cre- he has created the Knights of the Temple, and he wanted to leave their legend behind, and the witnesses of this must be eliminated. If they are not indoctrinated, and they are not completely nor- like loyal to the group, such as those who weren't committed and were eliminated, um, like, had spaced themselves out from the group, two of those members that had sort of distanced themselves, kind of stepped back, were a couple by the name of Suzanne Robinson and Antonio de Trois. Now, why this couple? Like, why were they honed in on? Because Antonio is uh, one of the older members. He has been there since the beginning of the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he figured out all of DeMambro's sort of tricks and cons and was like, nah, bro, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And completely distanced himself from the cult and called out Joe. Uh, on like everything and it is not the best move (laughs) in my opinion not to victim blame but like yeah not a good move another thing that really angered joe about this little family is that antonio and susan had a baby and they named their baby emmanuel and one of the main beliefs of the Order of the Solar Temple is that a sign of the end of the world will be a birth of a godchild. However, this name was supposed to be associated with that godchild. Like, Emmanuel was supposed to be this name. Mm-hmm. And would have been fine, like, if... It would have been fine and dandy. If Demembro hadn't already given one of his children this name. So he's mad that they named their kid this name after he had named his child this name because his child was supposed to be the second coming. His mm-hmm. child was supposed to be like the next prophecy. His, mm-hmm. Like it, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, when a piece of trash Joe found this out, he labeled the child as um, the Antichrist. Mm, yes. Okay. Yeah. And that he had to be killed. Also, at this point, I would just like to point out, um, because I don't think I made this clear, uh, but this was a newborn fucking baby. And this motherfucker was like, this bitch needs to die. Uh, now, after this whole re- revelation that Joe has, that this baby needs to die, they set a date for the so-called flight to the other plane, um, which was September 30th, 1994. Uh, they had to kill the so-called Antichrist, a.k.a. Uh, an actual baby, mm-hmm. um, who was just vibing his baby life. The order then proceeds to murder the entire family by stabbing them to death with a wooden stake after Demambro De declared that De Trois' baby boy to be the Antichrist. Um, it's said that De Trois displaying like, fabricated visions of their own, which is 
like also a factor that contributed to their takedown. So like basically Detois were trying to raise their status in the group and Joe was like, nah, bitch. Um, this is all according to Joe. So very, woe is me. They wouldn't be trying to raise their status if they knew everything was like false. Exactly. Soon after, it was declared that the apocalypse was nearer than ever before and ecological collapse was imminent. Giroux and DeMombro told members it was necessary that they transport themselves ahead of time in order to get an early start on inhabiting the planet orbiting Sirius. On October 4th, 1994, the police in Morin Heights, Quebec, arrived at the scene of a fire. Two charred bodies, identified as Colette Rochat and Jerry Genold, were found in a cottage. Which, can I have a cottage, please? <laughs> I feel like I'm perfect cottagecore vibe. Do you know what cottagecore is? No. I'll show you cottagecore when you get off of this, because it's a very Emily. It's like plants, like earthy tones, like stone houses. It's very cute. Mm. And I love it. It's a very serious matter. Um, Okay, so anyway, two days later after the bodies were found of the two adults, um, the bodies of two adults and their baby were found in the closet of the same cottage, which was the de Toiles. Mm-hmm. Um, this same day, shortly before midnight on October 4th, 1994, mm-hmm. In a Swiss village of Cherie, a fire broke out in a home. A few hours later, the God, Grenje-sur-Savon fires broke out in three different cottages. Uh, 23 bodies were pulled from the rubble in Cherie and another 25 in Savon. Holy cow. Yeah. Documents found at the locations of the fires enabled investigators to reconstruct the events. They reported that the Sharia victims had called a meeting on October 2nd, 1994, and were probably dead before October 3rd, 1994. Um, Most victims found in Sharia had ingested a sedative, Mm -hmm. and autopsies revealed 65 bullets in the victims' bodies. Holy crap. Yeah. The police investigation in Switzerland and Quebec revealed that some of the 53 OTS members had been murdered. While the deaths by firearms in Cherie can technically be considered murder, it is difficult to distinguish those who consented from those who were murdered. Because again, they had sedatives in their system. Um, In the first transit, which is like what they called the spiritual Uh body, um, between October 4th and October 6th, uh, 53 OTS members were, like, murdered mm-hmm. slash died. Um, five, in Co- five in Quebec and 48 in Switzerland. Again, holy fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, three different met- methods were used to carry it out. Um, in Quebec, members were stabbed and burned. And Cherie victims ingested sedatives and were shot. In Salvan, they were poisoned because on top of taking their own lives and murdering a bunch of innocent people, they also really rigged they also rigged the village to set fire. However, not all of the poorly made firebombs worked, so investigators were able to piece some of the strange crime scene together. And these firebombs, the, okay, so the way they showed the pictures in the documentary episode that I was watching, whatever you want to call it, I don't really know. Um, it was like kitchen timers. Mm-hmm. And with wires and matches in it, like in this giant 
you know those aluminum pans that you can get from the Dollar Tree mm-hmm. that you put like if like you go into a potluck or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what they were in with wires and matches. It was a very janky setup. So like mm-hmm. only two of the seven that they set out in the salon worked. Um, but it was still enough to, you know, set fire to things. So strangely enough, Eli, which is mm-hmm, Joe's son, um, his body was found among the murder victims. So either Eli was restricted from defecting or never fully left the cult, which makes sense. Uh, Joe had held a recreation of the Last Supper during which he and his inner circle had mimicked Christ's last dinner with his apostles. Uh, DeMembro, of course, played the part of Jesus because, you know, Mm -hmm. why not? Uh, After the burning of the village, many members were found lying in creepy circular star-like formations, which I will post a picture on the blog slash Instagram slash Facebook of, like, the recreation of this. It doesn't show Mm -hmm. the actual bodies because, like, no, thank yeah. you. Um, but it is very strange, which this whole cult is strange, but it's it's a little more strange. What makes it like unsettling for me is their feet were pointing towards the inside of the circle, mm-hmm. and their face was obviously pointing outward, but they were all face down. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's weird. Uh, both Demombro and Giraud were among the dead. You think since the leaders are dead, this would end, right? You would think. You would think. Nope. 14 months after the first transit to Sirius, on the night of December 15th uh, slash December 16th, 1995, 16 people, three adults, not three, uh, 13 adults and three children were discovered in a clearing on the plateau of Vercors, France. Mm -hmm. Also. French man. Yeah. Um, the police investigation revealed that 14 of the 16 victims had ingested sedatives and then were shot twice. Two of the members had been assigned the job of killing the 14 others. They sprayed the bodies with an accelerant to burn them. Then they too sprayed their own bodies with the accelerant and set fire to themselves and then shot themselves in the head. Okay. <laughs> Okay, that's, that's all you got for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just letting you know I'm tracking with you. <laughs> right, so um, witness accounts collected by the Swiss and French police show that shortly after the 1994 transit, the remaining members continued to meet. Some regretted that they had not been a part of the first transit, while some had been outraged by the circumstances surrounding the first transit. They gradually be- like came to the conclusion that the methods used by Loc Jure and Joe de Membrio were, in fact, positive. And the members had sacrificed themselves in order to save the world and pave the way for future transits. Some of the remaining members decided to use the same method for their own passage to the new world, which is why the shooting and the burning. Um, There had been two so-called successful transits. um, And then on March 22nd, 1997, in St. Casimir, Quebec, five people, four OTS followers and the parent of one of the members completed suicide police discovered a letter explaining that they had taken this action to ensure the path to a new world, which was the third and final transit by the end of the cult's interstellar transport rituals. 
74 people had died by either murder or suicide and the order of the temple the and the order of the solar temple still remains active today and po- and boasts several hundred members and that is the story of the OTS also known as the order of the solar temple yeah i fucking love cults um the psychology of it all is wild i i'm I'm pretty sure, I don't understand why, but Sierra seems to get sleepy every single time I talk, which is first I've ever heard of this happening. (laughs) I mean, people tune me out all the time, but you're the first one that's actively gone to sleep. (laughs) Yes, any comments? Anything to say, Sierra? (laughs) I don't really know what to say. Uh, That was a lot, man. Ten, uh, I don't think I said this. Ten pages of notes on that one. This was probably one of my favorite cr- cases that I've ever done. Like, episode 28 coming in strong. Because mm-hmm. I fucking love cults. I think they're wild. Again, like the psychology. Definitely wild. Yeah. Definitely. It's just... It's just um, Skira and I were talking about this like um, a moment ago when we were off mic. Um, the... The ability to get someone to believe something mm-hmm. isn't isn't that that crazy not that strange but the ability to keep someone enthralled in your beliefs mm-hmm. to me is crazy like at what point do you draw the line and these people didn't see a fucking line to draw they just kept fucking going mm-hmm. you know some people jump ship but like others were like nah man i'm fucking in let's yeah. do this it's wild do you think they believed in aliens? Probably. Or they either didn't, or they did so completely, they were like, let's see some homeboys out there. Let me fly to Syria. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, you just think how much they could have accomplished with that much uh, motivation, dedication to something else. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I, I don't, I don't know, like, what these, like, the fact that, ch- okay, hold on. The fact that children were involved really fucks with me. Mm-hmm. This is, like, Jonestown. Like, that really fucks with me. That's why I will never cover that case. One, because it's way overdone. And two, because of the amount of children that were murdered in that. Um, I just, it just, it boggles my mind how a parent can do that to their child. It just, it's, it's just astonishing. It's that's uh, that's the only word I know how to uh, I know to put in there because mm-hmm. it is. Um, but yeah, so cults are fascinating. If you guys have any good cults that you would like to hear, send me a DM or an email. But yeah, but that's that's what I have for you guys this week. I I I'm sorry I don't have more to add, but I'm just kind of like processing it all. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I did unload a whole bunch on you and like. I'm a like long term processor <laughs> and long term. So we'll think about we'll talk about this tomorrow. Like yeah. Habitat. Yeah, something like that. Because like <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking wild. It's something to think about. Like yeah. like this this also ties in with the QAnon mm. conspiracy. With me for me, that's what this ties into. Because how far down the rabbit hole these people get. Like Yeah. And, like, how far people are willing to let other people get, you know, it's like, 
you're the leader and you're supposed to like be leading these people, you know, to something. And they're and keep creating these you... kind of ideas. Like yeah, like a child a democrat what is it? A child sex ring of pedophiles, but they're solely democrats. Like the fuck? Yeah. And in this case, like I mean, that just like directly plays into the sex socio- sociology. Yeah. I mean, that... And then in this case, where they're like, let's fly to a different plane, but you gotta leave your fucking bodies behind. It's just all really wild. It makes sense, like, in on the one sense, like, you wouldn't necessarily be yes, able for, to take your body to another place. Or yeah. Like, like, because you're on a different... For, like, plane. regular run-of-your-mill Christians, like, who believe, like, you know, heaven and all that stuff. But, like, or even, like, Buddhists and stuff, who believe or, yeah, that you are transported to like, another um, thing. It's yeah, just people it's just, who, I mean, yeah, even if you don't believe in, like, other organized religions, there are lots of things that have the aspects of that. Yeah, so exactly. So it fits into, fits well into it's people's just, it just, it, logic. Yeah, that's it, that's it. That's like, it, do these people have not, do, do these people not have the wherewithal to, like, question this? 70, what, 74, 73 people? 73, yeah. Like, that's a hell of a lot of people. I feel like that's more people than I like. That's definitely more people than oh, I like. Yeah. That's, that's, that's more people than I know. We're going to go with that. We're going to ride on that train. It's just, it's just, it's wild. It's absolutely wild. And I know I say that every episode, but this is actually, like... Yeah. Because you have to have, like, something missing. Yeah. An influence missing that you're filling this one with. Yes. And... In order to dedicate yourself to that. Yeah. Like, it's it's just, it's absolutely bonkers. So, yeah, that's that's what I got for you guys. Mm-hmm. I keep saying that, but that's, uh, I like, no, it was 74. 70 people, 74 people. I just looked at the notes again. 74 people. Wild. Ugh, God, man. But, all right, well, I hope you guys have a good week. Um... <laughs> Cheer up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have a good week. I have three doctor's appointments this coming week. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this week when this comes out. Yep. Um, so I have to go see the doctor about my ankle um, because they're going to determine what percentage that is now used at um, after my work accident. Uh, still no update on my hip, so that's super fun. Yay. <laughs> yeah, super uncomfortable. Sierra has to pick me up out of the floor at least twice a day. <laughs> Um, uh, and it doesn't work well for someone who does not like to be touched, <laughs> so, uh, super duper. Um, and then, what's, what's Friday? Oh, Friday is my Botox appointment, because as if, uh, m- one medical problem isn't enough, I get chronic migraines, so I get Botox. Um, so moving my eyebrows is not an easy task. <laughs> um, it's kind of funny. <laughs> it is kind of funny. Anytime um, our other roommate, she like she can move her eyebrows. Chloe can move her fucking eyebrows, and it's, it it amazes me every single time. Um, anytime she does it, I just I um, try to move mine, or I go eyebrow expressions because <laughs> I cannot do mine. Um, but yeah, so, and then Saturday, I get my fucking vaccine, the COVID-19 vaccine, and I could not be more pumped to get the fucking government chip implanted. <laughs> so, yeah. Are you happy now, Robert? <laughs> 
who is our FBI agent, in case you guys are new around here. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty pumped about it. I'm going to get the Johnson & Johnson. It's actually kind of hilarious because every one of us in this house have gotten a different vaccine. Mm-hmm. Sierra's gotten Pfizer, and Chloe has gotten Moderna. Mm-hmm. So um, we're just running a little cute little science experiment mm-hmm. in this house. Uh, but yeah, I feel like that's everything. I'm, I'm probably going to stop talking. I hope you guys have a good week. Um, do something cool or don't. I mean, you know, just, just relax. Yeah, I'm about bored out of my fucking mind, so <laughs> I'm so sick of being home. Mm. I rearranged our entire living room yes- yesterday. Sure, we'll yeah. go with that yesterday. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, with the help of this guy that I'm seeing, and because I surely could not do it myself with my hip at the moment. <laughs> I would have loved to, but probably yeah, shouldn't. You shouldn't. It's yeah. 40 minutes on that foot. So. Oh, yeah. There's like a rule, um, apparently, that I didn't know about, and uh, my workers' comp people told me about that I'm not allowed to stand for 40, more, 40, 40 minutes. More than 40 hour. minutes in yeah. an hour. So um, that's super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. All right. Sierra, you do the talking? Probably? Yeah, maybe? Yeah? yeah? Do it. Okay. Alright. Um, like Emily said, we will have pictures and references on the on the um social media thing. It's always weird hearing you say my name because you don't usually call me by my name. Like you just start talking in my general direction. <laughs> and when you say Emily, I'm like, Yeah? That's me. <laughs> yeah. That's you. Um, Cause I always scream your name. I'm always like Sierra. <laughs> yeah. It's just like that too. It is just like that. Little, Very loud. A little slice of life right there. <laughs> or Sierra. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Continue. Anyway, so um, like I was saying, Facebook, Instagram, um, we'll have the pictures on there that she was talking about um, as far as you know what went down. And the blog. And the blog. That was like, I feel like there was a You're third. You're spacing, yeah. There was a third thing that, that <laughs> the pictures would be on. Like, this is what I was saying earlier. <laughs> this was, I, I was sitting there and I swear to you, I it took me four, three or four tries just to go pour a glass of Diet Coke earlier <laughs> because I was so fucking spaced. And like, I'm not on any medication for my pain. So I don't know what my problem is today, but like one thing after another. And I think I've like spread it to Sierra with the spaciness. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Blog. Blog is the third place that you can find the pictures. And then um, all the sources are listed on there um, for research purposes. Yeah. If and you guys just want to see what I'm talking about. Yeah. Obviously, we'll take some pictures and put them on there. But then we can go to the other sources and see more information. Yes, because... Okay, when I say you guys need to watch the show, because they they had more things than just the the Solar Temple. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was like 10 or 13 episodes. I watched it on Tubi, and Tubi is free, by the way, so you don't have to pay any mm-hmm. subscription fees. Um, it's called Occult Crimes, which I'll obviously put on the blog, but like y'all should watch the show, because mm-hmm. some of these people in here are sassy as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved him. There's this one Swedish dude who I was like, can you just... Can you just rip someone a new one for me, please? Oh, my goodness. Um, anyway, you can contact us through our blog. Um, there's a little contact us thing and send us an email. Not a blog. Our website. Yeah. Yeah. Sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got our first 
um, our first uh, email from the website. And guys, it was it was interesting. It was spam. Go <laughs> <Still> figure. <laughs> yeah. So um, that was fun. <laughs> Straight was, trash on that one. It was like not even like real sentences. It was very interesting. It was very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. But anyway, um, contact us through the website um, or at our email, paranormalpodcast at gmail.com, um, which is also our Instagram and Facebook, Paranormal Podcast, on both of those, mm-hmm. as well as our Patreon. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long day for Sierra. Um, yes, we have a Patreon page. <laughs> Sierra's <laughs> losing it, y'all. And um, I think we mentioned this last time, but we're working on some new stuff. And Yeah, been- Sierra's a fucking genius, and I honestly cannot deal with her sometimes because oh. she came up with a really great idea, and I just loved it. So. so we're working on that, and if there's anything you guys can think of that we should do, just let us know. Give us an email. Uh, we're good for we're or open DM. to open to ideas for sure. And um, oh, I wanted to say um, it is Women's History Month, so mm-hmm. you know, be great, women. Do your thing. <laughs> yeah, but um, women support women. Basically, yes. Um, but I feel like that's everything for right now. I think so. We'll see you next time. Well, we won't see you. I really don't want to see you because that's really creepy and I don't want to. We'll be here next week. (laughs) Sure. Oh, God. Hopefully, Sierra will be more awake. (laughs) (laughs) I can't promise I'll be more sober, but Sierra will at least be more awake. We're going to go for that. Sure. Bye, everyone. Bye.